Welcome to episode 80 of Flight Football and Anything Else. I'm Dave. And I'm Mike. How you doing today, Dave? Better than most. Not as good as some, sir. How are you doing? Wonderful. Marvelous. Simply marvelous. That was a horrible Billy Crystal impersonation. I was thinking, you know, but I caught on okay, to it. So, right. I am marvelous. Yeah, see, that I'm was much totally better. marvelous. That was, that was much better than mine, but hey, I gave it the old college. You, also have, yeah, you almost have to say marble, like right. marvelous. I am marvelous. How are you? Um, What character was it? That's a Saturday Fernando. Night. Fernando's okay, that's, hideaway. Yep, that's Saturday Night Live, You also right? have to be able to roll your tongue. <laughs> yes, all right. There, and I'm out then. <laughs> um, <laughs> Too bad for Liz. Ba-dum-bum. All right, <laughs> right out of the gate. Yeah, wow. right, out, right out of the. That's gate. not yeah. like me. No, it's not. Well, you know, a lot of pressures off. You know, you you got the Max McKenna's graduation party under your belt. That's I behind think that's you. it. I think now, that's now it. you're you're more relaxed. You I'm can focus. Well, too relaxed. Yep. All right, I'll reel it back in because I'm supposed to be the the level headed. It, by the way, it's more of a flick of the tongue than a roll <laughs> of the tongue. But anyway, <laughs> that's another podcast. Uh, uh, entirely another, another, another podcast, podcast All right. altogether. But um. So, yeah, number 80. Holy moly. You know, I remember when we started this pod, it was, I was on a vacation. I think you were on Thanksgiving break. And we were upstairs at the North Studio. And we did the trailer, which my youngest son, Nick, still makes fun of us because he said a trailer doesn't last 16 minutes, Dad, or whatever. <laughs> right. trailer he said a trailer is like maybe 45 seconds to a minute and a half. Right, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, all right, well, we shut abuse- up, who asked you, kid? Yeah, we abuse the we abuse the uh, the concept of a trailer just a little bit. But uh, and yeah, here and then you know, like Cal Ripken, we march on. You know, it's been different days, but eighty straight weeks. Wow. So a uh, little shout that little uh, jab at Big Nate and Tommy on spilling the nachos. Walking Ruby this morning, I was looking for episode number three of Spilling the Nachos, and it wasn't there. Hey, guys, listeners need consistency. Trust us, you know, you know, all our listeners look for it on their drive to and from work on Monday. I was walking Ruby today, nothing but time on my hands. I wanted episode three. Calling you out, guys. Get it together. Yeah, if, the, if we get the, the if the pod goes out a little bit late, my phone blows up. Like, where's the pod? Exactly. Hey, what happened? No, yeah, you guys Somebody's do, sick. Yeah, you guys didn't do a pod this week. Yeah, we did. You know, just get off my back. Three tastings, no shit, eh? That's what we always do. Well, except for the first episode, we only did two. But sure. anyway, and a wide variety of selections. Uh, the first one, courtesy of my lovely wife Liz, when she was working, she stopped at Horrocks. Got the first tasting. Second tasting is a Father's Day gift. I'll have to say it's from Justin because my younger son's not old enough to purchase that. So, And then third tasting was actually a co-worker. Uh, just wanted to thank me for always being there and helping him out. And, hey, you, nice. you do a lot for me. Thank you. And I'm like, eh, all right, anything for the pod. Thanks, co-worker. Yes. Yeah, Jeff Woodington. He'll never hear it because I, I know he doesn't listen because I don't even know if he do, knows I do a pie. Um, <laughs> anyway, thanks, Jeff. Yeah, thanks, Jeff. That's the third tasting. Now, I can't say I'm disappointed right off the shoot because we haven't even cracked the can yet, Dave. But our first tasting, like I said, from Horrocks, is called Beer for Tacos from Off Color Brewing. Now, is this or is this not an IPA can? Because IPAs typically 
not always, but typically have like zany, right, goofy cans, and they're creative, and they're so. I was really fired up about this, so hopefully I don't go into this tasting already. Oh, this, this is bad. It's one point two. I hate it because it's funny. Because this is not like funny, strange, or funny, haha. Funny, strange. Okay. Not haha at all. Because I'm looking at oh, this is going to be a great IPA. Well, as it as it turns out, it's a uh, sour ghost. Ah. Um, four point five percent, ten IBUs. So, in the you know, sour goals to me are almost like wine coolers. So yeah, I'm kind of a little leery, but I do like the slogan. Uh, you know what we love as much as beer, <laughs> margaritas, and tacos. But we make beer, so we just, we decided to add lime juice to our ghost beer, lending a bright citric acid character to the existing lactic acid, creating a beer with complex tartness. The wheat body is accented. Yeah, that's right. Accented mm-hmm. by a healthy, a hefty dose of pink Himalayan salt to perfectly pair with tequila and tacos. And as you mentioned, as we were getting re- doing the setup, the uh, what's the secret? The old secret ingredient in beers for Taco Dave? Coriander. Yeah, so it'll be interesting because that was one of my lowest rated beers. Was the one that had the, the Christmas beer that had the coriander flavor to it. So. Without further ado. Yes, and it is. It's a lighter colored. Whoa, wait a minute. Is that just the glass you have it in? Oh, no. Never mind. I think it's my hands. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah. Got flavor. But when you're looking forward to. Almost like your your pre-description. Right. And, it, you know, it's, it would be like the equivalent of, um, you know, dating someone for a long time, you know, and you're thinking there's, you know, candy samples, sized brass, and then, you know, the first time you're intimate, you know, two big grapefruits fall out of the bra, and you're like, ah, oh, damn. <laughs> I wish you'd have told me that coming in. I'm, th- I'm, I'm looking, this is an IPA can. I can't help it. Yeah, no. This is an IPA can. Right. But... Hey, we're gonna make but I'm telling you what, if I was if I was eating authentic Mexican spicy, a lot of this would be phenomenal. Thus, the beer for tacos. Right. Yeah, and there is you definitely taste the lime to it. Oh yeah. I mean, it's got the lime taste, but again, this is more of a wine. Yeah. Than very a beer citrusy. To meat. Very yeah. citrusy. Like you said, you know, very acidic. Yep. So, uh, what? Two examples today. Like, I literally think, and this isn't a joke on people who suffer from dementia. I'm not, I'm just hoping I'm not a very early onset or how I'm just all of a sudden missing things. Um, and you know where I'm going with this on the first one, but not the second one, but our listeners don't. So anyway, uh, Dave's twins, twins had their graduation party today. Excellent. By the way, I'm going to shout out. I know we told each other we're not going to rate my food. I can't rate. I'm not going to rate your food. You can't rate your food. You can't rate my food. But one thing that we didn't leave off limits was the display of beverages. Without question, your display of beverages, and I'm not just blowing smoke up your ass because we're pod partners, it was spectacular. You had it in the in the ice. 
like most people do, but everything was propped up. You had you had the beer and water, the the beer and the truly seltzers, and a little bit of water in the one, and then the pop and the water in the other. And it was in the ice, so enough where it was going to be cold. But yet the labels were all. It was market. It was marketing genius. So it was displayed. Yeah, it was displayed. It was very. I liked that. That was one of the first things I noticed when I went in there. Anyway, so thank get, you. Yes. So that's not where the dementia part is. But so I immediately go down. I'm walking down. The, you know, the, the picture set up. Everybody, all our listeners can envision that because you know they've been right. to grad parties before. And I get to. I'm like, holy shit, M and M's. That's uh, Nick and I's weakness is peanut M&M's. You know, Liz will buy a bag at Meyer when she goes shopping Saturday, and we try to not open it as long as we can because once once it's open, it's know, lights out. I know you guys with M&M's. <laughs> yeah. you, could, you could sit there and go, oh, don't open that. It's got arsenic in it. Or, or it might have arsenic in it. And you're like, well, maybe not. Right, exactly. Maybe not. <laughs> Let's give and it a shot. And then once it's open, it's lights out for the M&M's. So, and then... Uh, for the most part, they were the mini packs. Yeah, which, right. You know, yep. But I, my eyes, I had the mini pack of peanut M&M in my hand. I'm like, well, whoa. There was one big pack of the peanut M&M. I'm like, well, why would I grab a small pack when there's a big pack? And I'm grabbing it, you know, went back, ate, and then I went up for the pizza. Yeah, I did it backwards. I had my uh, Dessert first. cookie, cake pop, and M&Ms before the pizza, but whatever. That's, hey, I'll eat how I want to eat. <laughs> So then I go back up, and I'm like, look, I'm saying, well, I better get another bag of peanut M&M's. And I remember looking at it, and I'm like, this is really cool. And then I, I literally said in my head, don't really get why they just threw M&M's on the table, but hey, it's their party. And then as I'm grabbing the thing, there's two picture collages, and it's M and M for Max and McKenna. And I'm like... I, I, even though nobody else knew, except now everybody does now, nobody else knew but myself. I'm thinking to myself, well, how fucking dumb am I? How did I not get the the reference of Eminem? Because <laughs> right. I literally and like, they were and they were cut out in foam board in the font right of the Eminem, yeah, Eminem. And like I said, that and because I that's I le, legit was thinking, well, I mean they're just thrown on the table. I mean it's, I don't really get it, but hey, I like peanut M and M's. I don't care. <laughs> right. And then on the second helping of peanut M and M's, I looked at the collages and it was like M and That's why there's M and M's on the table. Oh, so anyway, so second thing that I'm losing my mind over. I uh, on the Mike and Dave page, and yes, we're still struggling. We do want to go to on Facebook. Uh, flights, football, and anything else page. And we're still working on it, Dave and I. Hey, if there, any of you listeners are Facebook experts and want to make, you know, 14 bucks an hour to teach Dave and I how to use Facebook efficiently, uh, send us your resume. But um, <laughs> I put a post on there. That's you know, actually not a joke. but Yeah, it's not a joke. It's like, <laughs> hey, because we're fucking idiots and we don't know how, what we're doing. And like, so I, Well, we do, the, but it's taken us forever. Right. And then, you know, I was pretty proud of myself. I got the picture to, of the three beers to post. Yeah. Um, with the sprinkler in the background, which we'll get to later if I don't drink too much and I remember. So on that picture, there's the three beers of tonight's episode. I'm like, yada, 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 whatever, whatever. You can read it for yourself. And then I put, uh, look for it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Anchor shortly, just in time. And I want to be the first to wish the greatest mother in the world. Now, obviously, you're going to debate that, and rightly so. 
and other listeners are going to debate that, and rightly so. But for for my money, my mother's the greatest mother in the world, and tomorrow, Monday, June twenty eighth, she turns eighty years old. Nice. And then, you know, Shelly commented on the pulse, and then my sister Jen commented and said, "Oh, that's perfect." And I'm like, "That's perfect." What is she talking? And then I'm like, "Wait a second. This is our eightieth episode, and my mom is eighty years old tomorrow." Yeah, that's weird that you wouldn't get. It's no, I didn't, and I, I legit did not type it like, "Hey, eighty for 80. I, I would just say, "Hey, this is you know, it'll yeah. be just, it'll be out in time for my mom's birthday," and I didn't even put, even though I listed in the polls the eightieth episode, eightieth birthday party, and I honestly, honest to God, did not even get. It. That's why I, there's a tumor on my brain, or there's something <laughs> going on that I just, I'm. Because with yeah. the numbers, you usually make that connection. Well, yeah, and it's, it was actually a, a fucking no-brainer connection. It was like, well, how could you? Man? It, was, it was literally a Mike Tyson straight, straight right hook, yeah, I don't right know. to the face. And I and I did not see it. The only thing I can explain, and it's and it's part of the my F you to me today, and I'll explain that later, but it's it's got to be part of maybe early onset empty nesters syndrome possibly because in the fall we'll both technically be empty nesters right so maybe it's something like that like we're just our brain is starting to behind the scenes not be able to wrap our head around that and um yeah speaking of empty nesters that uh uh i assume it was shelly if it was you great but uh so kudos to you but i would assume shelly each of the m&m's had their own books by year. Yep, that was definitely Shelley. Okay, yeah, and uh, looking through them, and like even uh, loyal listener Chuck Peets came up and said, "Hey, you all right?" And I'm like, "Yeah, why?" He's like, "I didn't know if you were crying." And I'm like, "Well, you know, we always give full disclosure on the pod here." It's like I don't think I was crying, but oh, looking can't help but well up. Yeah, a yeah looking bit. at yeah. the pictures, my eyes water. It's like yeah, a lot of those pictures, are like oh. Fuck, that was yesterday. Oh, no, it wasn't stupid. It was seven years ago. I mean, it was like, because, you know, uh, Max's book, uh, 2015, 2000, you know, yeah. and I was I was in some of those pictures. It was like, and it's just like, it's over. And then I think it, and everybody has those pictures at the grad parties. And of our close-knit group here at Flight Football and anything else, um, you know, really only, you know, the Ducharms are left, but all the, the close-knit have gotten there. Sure. So yours was yeah. like the second to last. Yep. And then we have Ducharms to go to on the 10th. And there's still other graduation parties there, but I, of the close right. core group of kids that have yeah. been together forever, those are all done. And I think I was just looking at those pictures, and it kind of hit me. It's like, where does where the time gone? It's just yeah. amazing. Well... I mean, I, the way I see it too is, and sometimes you know, to a fault, I'm all I, I tend to keep looking forward, I, you know, and I need to reflect and look back every right. once in a while, and, and you know, and, and think about those times and stuff like that. But I'm just thinking, like maybe, you know, next year's book is going to be you and me passed out in their dorm room. That'll work. I like that. <laughs> After going to the alibi, yeah. <laughs> is the alibi a thing anymore? I think they used to have one in uh, Mount Pleasant and in Big Rapids. I don't know about Big Rapids. The Alibi in Mount Pleasant was opened, opened, was still open last year. Like, right. Like last year when I was in the Mount Pleasant area with Grandpa Blackhawk and his wife. Okay. 
Yeah, I don't know. It, that that was still. Now I don't know if it's it's open today, but sure. Yeah, then that they'll that'll will be in their pictures. Like, who's taking these idiots home? <laughs> do they still now? I wonder if they still do the stamp on the hand. Or are would, we going to have to like roll our the back of our hand yeah. against our kids' hands to get them in? Yes, for, at least well, for a couple good, of years. If we're good fathers, <laughs> we have to. <laughs> I guess. Oh, but man. uh, yeah. So anyway, so that's that's my life. Just like. Yeah, I think you're just try. Yeah, yeah, you're struggling with the whole the the transition part yeah, or something because it's just weird. I don't get any of these references. And then the other thing is like I'll make a turn. I bet you I've curbed it more times in in the last twelve months than I did since I was sixteen years. So you old. can't read what t- kind of tire you have anymore because right. you've worn it's, off the. And, it's just, boom. and I'm like, what does it matter to me? I, mean, I, I, I guess I'm just an old man. Nah. So. Nah. Hey, um, question though. I think going back to, I don't think I think we, we you were so preoccupied with the can and the 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 misrepresentation of an IPA. Yeah. I don't think we read off the oh good call the stats on the on this particular. No, yeah. We, well, did you read them off? Grandpa Blackhawk, let me know if I did or not. But in case I didn't, it's four point five percent ten IBUs. <laughs> And yet the 10 IBUs is really pressing oh, yeah. because it, there's no bitterness at all. No. Now, here's one of these weird things. So Untapped said it was 4.5? Yes. I can't read that with a Oh, sorry. 4.8. Well, okay, so the can says 4.8. And I've done that how many times? You, you've called me on yeah. that a ton of times where we've gone on Untapped and... Well, then I'm gonna, I think I'm going to initiate a lawsuit against Untapped for defamation of character because they made me look bad on my podcast. So I'm going to go with what's on the can as opposed to right. on tap. So we're going to go ahead and bump this up three-tenths of a percent. Well, sometimes they don't change the art on the can, but yet a new update, yeah. you know, maybe they put a little more coriander in it or something like that. <laughs> I don't know. And I don't taste but, the coriander but like they, they did But they'll bump that, up uh, the alcohol percentage or something. Because this actually does, the no, description I read, read, this does kind of remind me of like a margarita, margarita, oh, sure. margarita-ish taste. Yeah. Yep, no doubt. And if you're eating anything spicy, like you know, like I said, good authentic Mexican or something like that, this would wash it down really nice. So, um, what else? But you know, I know this I week have, you were building up to the grad party. Got the grad party in and gone. Yep. Anything else happen sports wise? We have uh, our NHL final set up. Right. Uh, Montreal at Tampa Bay, and my only mention on that is I have lost every bet in the NHL that I, remember before COVID <laughs> oh my god you were ice picks you were, were rolling my specialty and I was like yeah. fuck I couldn't get a game wrong and now it's like I can't pick anything right and we got one of Nick's buddies I'll, I'll leave him nameless simply because technically he's not old enough to collect the money that he's winning fucker had a 17 parlay what and won it and had fucking 50 dollars on a 17 parlay which is a suicidal bet 50 dollars <laughs> you're, you're giving a, away 50 bucks exactly yeah. and the fucker hit it for 1100 bucks are we are we talking about a, a first name c last name s yeah oh you know, my god you know, sky rockets in flight you know the little <laughs> yeah, firework yeah, reference yeah. so right but yeah he c- c- no because max was telling me about that i'm like oh yeah that, that's that, that's typical for him that's dumb 
And, 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 no, not, and, not that he's dumb, but no. he would he would throw something out there like that. Yeah, when I do a seventeen, when I when I do a seventeen parlay, I'm like, all right, I'll put four dollars on it and I'll win one hundred and sixty. Yeah, you know that you know four to win one hundred sixty. Sure. This fucking guy's throwing fifty on him and winning the things, <laughs> and I can't pick anything. But he was a hockey coach. He was a he was a, he was a youth hockey coach. The kid was yes. Yep. Well, okay, that doesn't that doesn't mean shit. But I'm just saying, like he did. I'm just I'm saying in Max case and in Nick, case he he listens to the pod, which I don't think he will. But maybe that Max if, and Nick's friend, yes, was a coached youth? his younger brother's oh. youth hockey league team. That's, no, even, and, that's even weirder than going fifty dollars on a seventeen parlay. <laughs> I made the same. I made the same look with my face, and his dad goes, "No, hey, I got I got pictures right here," and starts leafing through the pictures. He's standing up behind him like he's freaking coaching the Tampa Bay Lightning. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I think the Lightning. He can swear like a hockey coach too. I'm not. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, I've heard of him. I coached him in football. Okay. So um, my picks the light uh the Lightning there to repeat so. The way my betting's going, folks, lay every dollar you have on the Canadians because <laughs> I can't pick anything right. But I guess if nothing else, Dave, a little nice little segue transition here. Before we rate beer for tacos, which I'm actually pleasantly surprised. Maybe it was the two hearted I had before I had this. I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> but let me uh, let, let me backtrack and get back to my thought. If nothing else, I think. COVID has provided this pod with plenty of talking material. Oh, yeah. You know, Ruby liked it because she lost 17 pounds, and we get to talk about nonsense after nonsense week after week because of this COVID thing. And this week, I don't know if any of the listeners or yourself happened to see it was, yeah, because Game 7 would have been in Vegas. Had Vegas won, but Vegas lost Game 6 in Montreal 3-2. to two. And somehow, uh, Canada is a little bit behind in the COVID race. If whatever you know, I don't right. know, the whole thing's fucking confusing anyway. But um, you know, Canada's behind, so they didn't have fans basically until the end of the Toronto Montreal series. They started letting five hundred vaccinated first responders. Right. And then when the Canadians advanced to Las Vegas, they said, okay, we're going to allow 3,000 people or 3,500, whatever it was, into uh-huh. the, into the uh, Molson Canadian Center, whatever it's called. Right. Okay, cool. You know, that, that's their rules. You know, they're, you know, they're different than the United States. Well, it's a different country. Different country, different rules. Sure. But yet, they showed pictures outside of the stadium. And there, there were literally, I bet you there were 15,000 fucking people there, elbow to elbow, but it's cheering out, for the country. Oh, but it's outside. Yeah, it's outside because they had no social distancing, you know, but no mask, you know, drinking, yelling. It's like, well, yeah, fuck, you're, you guys are fine out here. That's, you know, because it's outside. Yeah, I don't, you don't care if you're spitting on each other while you're cheering for the Canadians. You know, especially, you don't know how much spit was thrown in the air when the Canadians scored the, the uh, overtime game winner, but. But yet, oh fuck! There can only be thirty five hundred inside. I mean, you talk about you know, like you termed it, uh, COVID right. logic. It's like there's none of this makes any sense. Yeah. It's like all right, well, yeah, only 3,500 3, in the building. Well, fuck! 
just pack it in like Woodstock outside. I don't fucking know. What, who cares? And you might say, well, how can they control outside? Well, it's right around. The, you know, they have police. Hey, you got to disperse. You're going. You're getting arrested. But no, nope, right. they're just elbow to elbow. Fire just hoses and tear gas. Cheer, cheering away for the uh, Le Habitants. That, that's really the only French I know, other than we, which is actually one. That, that was an underrated porn magazine. How do you transition so quickly from <laughs> everything all porn day? And uh, at the Fishman 8 and uh, Grandpa Blackhawk was uh, one of our friends. I know this guy, I, although I did send him the link to one of the pods because I saw him at a grad party. Uh, Jim Bradley, he always used to refer to we as are we because it's O U I. He referred to it as, as I. Oh, hey, did you guys, did you check out the latest episode of Are We? <laughs> and, but he's also the same guy that would say whore divorce <laughs> right. but anyway yeah. alright yeah without further ado I think we gotta rate I think we beer, beer for tacos before this goes full fledged uh, uh, just 30 seconds hot off the presses those of you that follow golf Harris English Outlast Kramer Hickok in an eight marathon, uh, or in a marathon eight hole playoff. Oh, so that's my boy uh, Harris. Well, that, yeah, because was it last week or two weeks ago that you actually bet money on yeah. Daniel to for him to wait? Way to be two weeks late, English, right. you bum. That that'll be my second <laughs> fuck you for tonight. That's um, yeah, okay, perfect. That's actually but that's uh, pretty. That's, that's yeah. pretty good TV and pretty good golf, though. You go eight hole playoff. Oh yeah, yeah, Th- yeah. That's real good. Playoff. So, uh, oh, it, listen, by the way, at the North Studio, got to have the dehumidifier running in the basement. We were going to do episode 80 outside, but it was a little too windy and too many uh, rugrats outside yelling and screaming. So we went downstairs and the dehumidifier is running because I do not like a dank, smelly basement. So if you don't like the sound of the dehumidifier, go fuck yourself. Um, <laughs> beer for tacos. Boy, talk about, talk about a tale of Two cities, the best of times and worst of times. Saw the can. Oh, this is going to be a fucking awesome IPA. Wrote it down, read into it. Oh, it's a sour ghost. This is going to suck. Actually drank it. Mm-hmm. Very, I find it very tasty. Ref- it, actually, very refreshing. 4.8%. I think it definitely falls into the lawnmower cutting, the lawn cutting, which, by the way, we'll get to that in segment two. Woo! Um, I mean, I, I'm not going to go, because it's not really my type. I'm not going to go, like, bonkers 3.87 or nothing. But I'm going to give it a, a 3.11, which I'm pleasantly surprised with. All right. I like it more. I'm going to go, I don't know. If I got to a third one, maybe it'd be a little too fruity. Maybe a little too citrusy. Uh, Huh. Yeah. Got one more pull off of this. Yeah, I know. I know. Hey, the, I just want to throw a little Jeopardy. Rest in peace, Alex Trebek. He's been dead I a got, while. I huh? definitely have to go higher than the three point, but am I going to go into the, like you said, the 3.8 stratosphere or higher? Probably not. I'm going to go into the 3.55. All right. Well... I think like this is the fourth beer in a row. Our on tap crowd is, which is surprising. 
of course, we don't rate a lot of ghosts, so I don't know really what the typical rating. But with 7,965 check-ins, uh, not an obscenely high amount, but no. you know we've actually seen right uh, rate check-ins with under you know four digits. So yeah, you know 7,900 is, isn't horrible. Came in at 3.79. Mm. Um, so hey, I mean, I guess teach his own and sure. Like I said, I, I'm actually when I I was fired up. Like I said, I was fired up, and then I'm like, eh, ghosts. This is gonna suck. But actually, Drink people it, that are ranking yeah. this and drinking this, most of them probably, probably are, read the can yeah. and like, hey, I love these. Exactly. Yeah. So, all right, hey Dave. Before we get to our second tasting, um, you know, like um, like what uh, are the the YouTube sensation guy, Jake Paul or something Paul? He's fighting these. Yeah. Like, right. 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 You know the Mayweather. Floyd Mayweather. I think we have a uh, <laughs> potential gold mine here. Okay. Because um, on the post that I put for the 80th episode of the pod, uh, loyal listener, Grandpa Blackhawk, post to the, in response to that picture. I always like saying picture, but it's actually picture. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. He puts, he puts with Wimbledon with a T, kicking off tomorrow. <laughs> with t- with tomorrow, kicking off tomorrow. I gotta believe there'll be a whole segment dedicated to Wimbledon with a T talk and nothing but Wimbledon with the T. So a dig on your uh, one of his corrections yeah. corners from last year's Wimbledon or whenever they played it or whatever. Right. So I, I think we get, uh, I think we get flights football and anything else. Uh, Dave Dawson and. Uh, loyal listener, uh, Grandpa Blackhawk, who get get you in the ring. Let's raise money for some charity or something. <laughs> All right, Grandpa, let me know. You start your training game, buddy. We're on. But now, and this you know, I was the best man in your wedding. You were the best man in my wedding. But he's my podcast part. I'm 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 gonna have to be in his corner, and hopefully, there's no hard feelings. Now, are we going with the the, the big, big yeah the big the, one? It'll be almost like those big headgear yeah, headgear and, and okay. like the, the things that the the, right. the the boppers that you had as a <laughs> kid. Rock'em robots. Exactly. Okay. So it'll yeah. be it'll be oh, fun. Oh no, I know what you're talking about. You blew them up. Yes. Yeah. Those. What were those? What oh, were those you, called? You yeah, guys, I see it. And you put your you shoved your hand in the hole. Everybody. And, I mean, it almost looked like a uh, fisting video. <laughs> Come on. Oh, you just took a kid's toy and made it. <laughs> wow! Come on, it, that everybody's thinking because uh, I mean it was kind of like a puckered hole that you put it into. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Okay. Yeah, anyway, I know what yeah, you're talking about. Yeah. That, that what are those the, called? Everybody. Somebody's got to. You yeah, got to go on uh, the Facebook I, well, page I, or the I Twitter. I had a kid. Yeah, I think I did too. But no. somebody's got to. Somebody's got to help us with and, and send in what those were to Twitter, Facebook. You know, one of our one yeah. of our social media outlets. All right. Anyway, tasty number two. This was one of my Father's Day presents, which I'm going to get to after we. Get, anyway, shut up, Mike. Just introduce the beer, you stupid fuck. All right. Red Jacket from Keweenaw Brewing Company. Comes in at a 5.1%, the infamous N.A. And what we have here is a medium-bodied and lightly hopped with classic Oktoberfest-style ale is brewed in tribute to the Red Jacket mine of what is now I think it's a Michigan City, I believe it's Calumet. Calumet. Yep. And to the glory days of the copper industry in the Keweenaw Peninsula. All right. So, I think red ales are a 
underrated category of the beer segment. Okay. I like them. There's there's typically flavor to them. Right. I mean, they don't have the bite of an IPA, but it's a red ale, not an IPA. Right. So. Right, right. And I remember when I toured Sam Adams. Uh, Sam Adams has a beer, and I've mentioned it on the pod before, called Brick Red. And it's yep. only available in Boston because that Boston was gave Sam Adams the chance. They put their brewery there, yada, 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 whatever, whatever. And it's only available there. And the uh, Sam Adams Brick Red is a red ale, and it's fucking fantastic. Cheers. Cheers. No, yeah, nothing, no, no yeah, discernible nothing, notes nothing or anything, on the, no. Nothing on the scent, so hopefully it tastes better. Oh yeah, that there is definitely the Oktoberfest taste to this. Yeah, yeah. It's the caramel, yep. the caramel notes. Yep. yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good pick, Justin. And hey, we'd be remiss if we didn't miss the, the mention the can. She's wearing a uh, miner's helmet. A miner's helmet, and definitely a smoke show, for <laughs> sure. In fact, I mean. This can you could probably put in many 16, 8 year, 18 year old boys' bedrooms on the. On you the, wouldn't on, want to. On the dresser, and that would be used for other reasons than yeah, drinking. They'd be out of socks in no time. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. Which but I never think of the can. <laughs> oh, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Here we go. Yeah, sorry. No, but. <laughs> God. The, the, this is a, a joke amongst fathers and mothers and parents and yada, 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 but I've never understood that. Why would you use a sock for that purpose? <laughs> That's what Kleenex and toilet paper is for. But Kleenex and toilet paper are not readily available. Well, you prepare. It's like, well, I'm going to work. So I've got I better, allergies. I better, got allergies. I better have my tools. <laughs> Yeah. All right, but yeah. So no, I, you read the can, and it talked about the glory days of the copper industry in the Keweenaw Peninsula. I was having at a graduation party uh, this weekend, having a com- conversation with new listener uh, Carl Vasek. Thanks for listening, Carl. And so, uh, no, Carl was talking about uh, he when he was working nights back in the day in Freeland. Uh, there was a bar where now. Uh, I can't remember the name of the bar that he was talking about. It's not there anymore, but they have a subway there now, of course. So, anyway, he said it was a really rough bar. And uh, he was there the day that they were raising it, that they were tearing it down uh, to make way for progress, whatever. Yep. And there was a, an elderly woman there in her 80s, uh, and this was some, this was some time ago because that subway's been there for at least a decade. It's been there for... Probably 15 years. And anyway. I only remember two bars in Freeland, but that's either. Yeah, there's there. the log cabin and then this place, apparently. But he wished he could remember the name of the woman, but he's standing there and, uh, you know, witnessing the, the tearing down of the bar. And it, was, it must have been a two story bar because this woman said, Oh, the memories. You know, and Carl says, I bet, you know. And the woman says, That room up there, that room up there in the corner, I had sex with Al Capone. And I'm like, you know, my first reaction is like, okay, bullshit. That, that, that almost, I'm not, I'm not going to say that's more believable, but not by much the guy who was swallowed by the whale. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so you're talking about the diver this last couple of weeks or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, what I read about on the can here, the glory days of the copper industry, actually, 
you know, Carl and I started talking about it, and, you know, Saginaw Bay City, back in the day, you're talking about the 20s and the 30s and even probably into the 40s a little bit, uh, you know, but uh, you, had the, you had the Great Depression in there. Um, you know, that little period of time where, right. anyway... But uh, probably more like just in the twenties, you know, Saginaw and Bay City were the cat's ass. Really? Well, have you seen the homes that are built, like oh. downtown Saginaw, Bay City? Oh, shut up! Yes, you have. Oh, the not in Saginaw. The lumber but, industry but and the, everything City else the, that was uh, going uh, on around uh, here. Center Avenue. This place was. Those oh, yeah. are, are rolling. Yeah. I mean, the yeah. place was rolling, and so um, no, he started talking about you know the history back then, and I guess. You know, when so Al Capone's tapping ass in Freeland. I apparently he would come up here because it was kind of uh, the way that Carl descri- described it. It was kind of a soft spot as far as the law was concerned during Prohibition okay. and all that kind of stuff. You get out of Detroit. According to that lady, there was no soft spot at all, <laughs> <laughs> or there was. Um, but you know, you'd get out of Detroit. And there was a lot of there was a lot of gun running and, yep. and stuff out of here, so you kind of get away from you know where the prying eyes of maybe the feds or whatever you know I don't want to talk like I'm on billions the set of billions right. or stuff something like that, but uh, you know it started to make a lot of sense and he's like oh no it was like it was it's actually you know part of history that Capone spent a little bit of time during that period up in this area uh, trying to recruit trying to you know. Mm-hmm kind of yep. get out of the spotlight of the Chicago Detroit you know scene. Yep. So uh maybe she did. I don't well, know. You know. Maybe hey, this you, woman's you, got something. I wonder if she's still alive because we could maybe get out of her as a guest because we've never had a guest <laughs> on that fucked Al Capone. <laughs> well I don't know. She and what was, did they eventually she was get? eighty like 15, 20 years ago. That so would I'm even make it sure. better to be like 95. <laughs> be, it, that's an awkward question. You know, as, inter, as, interviewer, as interviewers, we're going to have to get right down to the brass tacks. 95-year-old woman is like, all right, so listen, did you ever fuck Al Capone? <laughs> and that's just the way I'm going to phrase it to her, too. Like, well, I'm wondering if it's true. Should we put a plaque in Subway? Yeah, we should. <laughs> should I still want to know what the other... I still want to know what the other bar in Freeland was. When you said that bar, I'm thinking the only bars I've known in Freeland is the Cabin, or yeah. Log Cabin, or whatever yeah. the fuck it's called, and then Second Street Pavilion, which that, that's, that's a relative, new. Yeah, that's a that's relatively really new, new yeah. building. But right. no. what was where was Road Eichers? No idea. I have no. You know, I'm not. I, I'm not a. I wasn't born here, so I don't All know. Right, well, fuck it. Yeah, we'll have to ask. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Ask Carl. Fact check us on that. Road That's another thing God, we didn't where fact was check. Road Eichers? Well, there's no way you can fact check something that you have. But when somebody would. said, anyway, if you know, if you said, oh yeah, Al Capone came to Freeland all the time, I'd be, oh my God, right? Bullshit. And, and, and Carl, I'm going to actually quiz you on this next time I see you, buddy, because uh, you know I don't know if you're just fucking, you know, maybe Carl's just itching to get on the pod and be a guest <laughs> and tell uh, his Al Capone stories. <laughs> that could be. I don't know. No, but what did they? Uh, this isn't a joke. But what did uh, what was Al Capone eventually convicted on? Tax evasion. Good call. Yeah. And I, I saw learned, the movie. I learned that. What's the name? Of the, I keep wanting to say Untouchables. No, yes, I, I keep. I kept wanting to say No Way Out, but that's a different Kevin Costner yeah. movie. It's just like right. Dancing with yep. Wolves, but different. The reference was exactly it, yeah. yes. I, um, <laughs> but Untouchables. That you know what? When we were talking favorite movies, 
I think I left that out, and that actually is a fucking fantastic movie. Untouchables? Yes. Oh, hell yes. The, oh, the scene yep. The scene with... Uh, um, oh, Jesus. Come on, Dave. This is off the cuff, so I didn't oh, prepare yeah, for Oh, for sure. This. Sean Connery Sean and Kevin Connery. Connery. Oh, yeah, yeah, where he's telling him, yeah. like, what are you prepared to do? Yeah. What are you prepared to do? What about the guy that was... Uh, uh, not, it was that was more Kevin Spanish Co- Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner was Elliot Ness, right? Yeah. What was the guy... Not Al Capone, but what was the like Al Capone's main guy? He always wore white, and he's got a real fucking creepy looking facial features. No idea. And God, what is his name in the movie? But oh, I fucking hated that guy. Anyway, but yeah, anyway, I know. boy, that was a in the business they call that a tangent. <laughs> that was a big tangent. But... Um. So anyway, what else we got? You know, we're, you you're fighting Grandpa Blackhawk on YouTube. We're rating keeping off. <laughs> you were talking coming. about long cutting. You were going to bring up long oh, cutting in segment perfect. two. Perfect. Yeah, no, it's not long. Yeah, I need to come Something relative to long cutting. And if you check out the, the Mike and Dave uh, post with the three beers for tonight's episode, you'll see the sprinkler box in the background. I put that there by design. And unequivoc- unequivocally... Ooh, that's a tough word to say after that many beers. Greatest sprinkler ever. The boys got me that for uh, Father's Day because the one I'm using is a little bit janky because I, I only have the in-ground sprinkler system and the front lawn, side lawn, I have to do manually. Right. And, and the back lawn, you don't give a shit. No. Yeah, that, that's trash. So, and they got me this. I used it on Tuesday, and then it's rained every day since. So, it... it <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, without question, it's the greatest sprinkler ever because it. I used it one time and it brought rain for eight days straight. <laughs> so it's like almost like a you right. know a, a tribal rain dance or whatever <laughs> it was. At least we're not in Detroit. Exactly. Holy shit, they got a lot of rain. Did they really? They get oh, more than us. I, I can't remember what where the exit ramp was or where it was, but there was a picture, um, and I can't. It, maybe it was a um, it was an affiliate uh, down in Detroit that put the picture on um, social media, but there were semis like right up to the trailer part of the, you know, the actual trailer on the back of the semi. And they're trying to make their way through whatever part of, you know, uh, the main ones down there, obviously, you know, 69, 75, 94, 69. Yeah. Sorry. Fucking pick right up on that. Good job. Yeah, the second cheers on the second day. That was fucking brilliant. That was podcasting brilliance. <laughs> he said 69. So, uh, anyway, so the sprinkler. Okay, so they got you for Father's Day a good yeah. sprinkler. All right. Yeah, because, I mean, it just brought rain nonstop. I mean, it right. was it's an incredible sprinkler. And today we saw sun. Yes. Finally. And I should have, after your party, I really wanted to cut the grass because I think I'm going to have to raise my blade, which is already at the second highest setting. Because I bag, I, I bag my grass clippings. And you shouldn't do that, Mike. You know, well, you should only, let them go back and you know. It's better fertilization. That's why I pay uh, lush lawn and safari trees to take care of that. Because otherwise, I'd have to cut my grass two times a week. And no just, free ads, I, by the way. I just don't have the fucking you know. Right. The listeners know one of the worst Doctor Osborne's ever seen, bone on bone. I can't be cutting my grass three times a week. <laughs> you know, bone on bone. It's just right. uh, there's only so much I can take. Um, hey, oh, you know, other than baseball, fucking the Red Sox have swept the Yankees for the second consecutive series. 
which is a brilliant segue. I think this is. Have the you th- been pitching the tent the whole time that they've swept the Yankees? Because I mean, you got to be so excited. Yes, definitely so. But I, I, I just keep it under the radar because I hate. I don't have the pay, the the, not patience, Bob. The mindset. I can't watch the Red Sox Tigers. I can't watch the Red Sox Yankees, because when they lose to either one of those teams. It's, You're going I'm, di- I'm dying a slow death. It's like, you know, oh, okay. getting my Different. fingernails pulled out with right. pliers. <laughs> when they lose to the Rangers, I'm kind of pissed, but it's like, ah, yeah. nobody's a Ranger fan, so who gives a fuck? Yeah. Tigers, everybody in this series is a Tiger fan. Right. Yankees is really the Red Sox rival. So, anyway. Right, right. right. But, uh, it? so yeah, the Red Sox sweep the Yankees, the Yankees for the second time. Yep. I think they've won seven straight in the series, and it, I'm going to say segue again because I never got to finish my sentence, but that's like the fourth time I've said that word. This is, So I'm going to have to lay the word segue to rest for episode 80. Um, they fucking pounded Garrett Cole, <laughs> one of which was like a 440-foot moonshot by Rafael Devers in the uh, first inning to give the Red Sox a 4 nothing lead in route to a 9-0-2 victory. And it's funny that Garrett Cole is not... His last two outings have been subpar, and his last two outings have came after baseball has given the old substance <laughs> check. Right. Which, you know, we've been looking on our, uh, our media outlets, and, uh, you know, Mr. Santiago... Yeah, this he was he was the first to get the boot. And here's what this is almost. Uh, we'll, we'll go with what do you think, Dave? I have one. What do you think, Dave? For segment three, but this is almost like a what do you think, Dave? Is like people are almost butt hurt that um, the Max Scherzers, the Jacob Degroms, the Garrett Coles are actually getting. It's like you know what. The rule is in place. If you're never going to check a pitcher, what is the point of having the rule? Right. So now you're wondering. That's like on the highway saying, okay, well, the speed limit is 75. Right. You guys go check out, you know, do drive-bys and check out, make sure nobody's vandalizing the high schools and make sure, you know, nobody's, you know, doing anything wrong at Kroger or anything like that, but just, you know, you don't need to go out to 75. Right, yeah, because there's a speed limit pulse. Yeah, so the, nobody's going to be going right, more be than 75. Auto, it'd be the Audubon exactly. pretty soon. Right, so, and that's what I mean. Is that, you know, and they're like, oh, they're, this is an embarrassment to the game. They're, you, you see that what they're checking Jacob DeGrom's head? This is the best pitcher in baseball. This is a disgrace. And when I say they, I'm talking about the Michael K show on uh, ESPN Radio. Um, but... It's like if you're never going to use it, if nothing else, I think the manager of uh, the opposition, opposing manager of those great pitchers, I think if nothing else, hey, I'm going to get this fucking guy's head. Yeah, I, I don't know if he's using the substance, the sticky substance, but I'm going to get this fucking head a little bit. Yeah, check him. Yeah, go ahead and check him. Or how, whatever right. the protocol is. Right. So now, But it's just funny and Garrett Cole, Garrett Cole is a great pitcher. You know, with or without the stick, sticky shit. But it's it's funny that he hasn't been that as good since they sit in the major leagues today. Effective this date, we're going to start checking for this shit. Right. And he has not been as good. So it's like, well, wait a second. 
Now, DeGrom's been just as good. DeGrom, DeGrom gave up one run last night, and I, I think the the earth stopped moving on its, its axis. That's how shocking it was when DeGrom gave up a run. Right. But, um, so, but yeah, so the, the Seattle pitcher was the first to bite the bullet, and he got the old heave-ho, and nobody's really going to care about that because he's, you know, Seattle sucks, so... But it's just, it's funny. It'll be interesting to see, like, De, DeGrom's pr- progression moving forward and, like, Garrett Cole. But, like, and, you know, like I say, the Red Sox absolutely pounded him today. And um, yeah. so, nice. but hey. So, it, it, yeah, it's a good day for you. Very good day for me. The, you know, Red Sox sweeping the Yankees is an excellent day for mankind as a whole, I think. <laughs> so, the one interesting thing I saw. I was looking on uh, the ESPN app. The first time ever, and I knew this was a thing. You knew disc golf, there were professionals, correct? People that get people that get paid for, you know, performing and doing well in a disc golf tournament. I didn't know that, but I guess I could see it, you know, since they show cornhole on ESPN. Check that out. Right there. First time I've ever seen forty seven foot birdie on the way to becoming a champion. What a guy. So, so, you know, disc golf is now making its way into the mainstream. Mainstream. Just sure. like cornhole. Sure. Um, when you mean the ones where you throw the bags is what I'm talking. The other corn <laughs> the other cornhole is not really as mainstream. <laughs> no, that's still I don't think that'll ever become mainstream, Mike. All but right. uh yeah, are we ready to rate this? I think we are. All right. At the North Studios, middle beer, you go first. Yep. Um. Yeah, it's 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 delicious. It's very good. Um, it doesn't like pop with flavor to me. Um, but it is definitely something where if I'm sitting around the campfire, you know, it's got the Oktoberfest like it said on the can, so that just reminds me of fall. Uh, it falls into that category. So, um didn't have my mind wrapped around that kind of a beer when we sat down tonight because obviously we're in the middle of summer but it is very good i'm gonna go i guess i gotta go i gotta look at it like you do did i like it better for uh beer for tacos uh 3.50 all right thank you justin for this father's day gift for i'm very happy it was a six pack so there are still four of the uh red loggers red jackets left um i went 3.80 because wow the caramel notes i if you were to pour the sam adams oktoberfest in one glass and uh keywood brewing company red jacket in the, the other glass and i had to do a taste test i'm not 100 percent sure i could tell the difference wow that I, is yeah. This that in in the Sam Adams Oktoberfest is one of my favorite beers. I uh, absolutely fantastic and you know, per, yeah, perhaps you know, the smoke show on the can is you know a, a little <laughs> bit misleading, but right. I I thought it was fantastic. I mean, it was the red ale taste, but the caramel notes of the Oktoberfest made this a fantastic selection. I loved it. Our fine friends at uh, on tap. Wow, twelve thousand check-ins. Keywood Brewing Company is that that big? 
yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, right, uh, it's possible. 12,000 is a, a And nice this amount. may have been out for a while. We'd no, have that's to see true, how yeah. often, you know, or, or how long ago this was. So this, this is more in line of how our ratings usually go. Uh, you went 3.5, I went 3.8, and our fine friends at Untapped went at 3.58. So okay. we're, we're all of us are in the neighborhood, so that's almost like a that's a win. Yeah, yeah a back to normal rating system for the fellows here. All right, Dave. Hard to believe at the third tasting already. Where does time go when you're drinking excellent beers? Yeah, I don't have a good snappy comeback to that. Not yeah, yet, anyway. Yeah, it was a bad question. Um, <laughs> so do we throw it out like yeah. a test question? Yeah. All right. Um. But hey, our first IPA of the night. Furious IPA from Surly Brewing Company. And when I brought the can out, you looked at it and you're like, oh, I could see the look in your eyes. Like, well, I think we had. And I, I immediately said to you, well, I checked the list twice. I could not find Furious IPA. So our listeners out there, if you dig deep into the archives and we've had this, let us know. But I checked and rechecked couldn't find it i know we've done a lot of stuff from surly before but couldn't find it on the list right so uh the particulars of this big boy 6.7 which is the highest alcohol by volume of the night which is a fairly low high alcohol by volume for this podcast right which i guess that means it's a pretty good thing i'm uh drinking too hard in ale <laughs> in in between oh, segments, that's a, yeah, a super good thing, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yep. Which I don't know why it's too hard. It always hits me so hard because too hard is only seven something. Must be the trout on the can. Must be, yeah. The, the trout. It, I would have thought that was a bass, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't know fish though. Um, but six point seven and a combine the two, the first two tastings. At 10 in the NA, this comes in an eye-popping 100 IBUs. So, without further ado, let's kick off. We, we got a busy segment three, Dave, so we got to kick this bad boy off. And uh, Otherwise, this could be a two-hour podcast. I know our listeners love us, but two hours might be pushing it. Well, then they can fucking turn it off after 1.15 and we'll just drink to ourselves. <laughs> Fuckers. All right. Cheers. Cheers. Not There's a very that, good. No. That, that no, but I think that's the hop, the hops slam glasses yeah. made out of that different glass. Right. That uh, the Austin Brothers glasses we have, right? And then the uh, glasses that my uh, sister got me for Christmas. It's not a it, tink. It, it, it's, it's not a, so. It's a different yeah. type of glass, regardless. Oh wow! Yeah, the hundred IBUs oh, yeah. you, you hit with the nose yep. first. Oh yeah. I think there's potential there. This is this is actually uh, my uh, thank you from an employee for the help my team and I give him, and he purchased this. And it it like the Keweenaw selection is a six pack, so there are at least eight more beers I can cut tomorrow or drink tomorrow while I'm cutting the grass, which is going to be a long procedure because either I Raise the blade to the highest setting and go from there, or 
I cut once and then cut again the uh, opposite direction. Well, I was going to say cross hatch it, and then it looks really like oh, the, yeah, the like cross a dro- like a golf course and, or something and like that. It, that's ideal, but it takes me almost two hours. Non-drinking, it takes me about an hour and 40 minutes to cut yeah. the grass. So if I what I'm down, doing right now is I'm rubbing my thumb and my index finger yeah. together. Yeah, because it's world vi- yeah. hey, world's smallest violin, yep. Mike. I thought you were trying to masturbate me. <laughs> God. Yeah, no. Anyway. No. Anyway. So, you know, our listeners' favorite segment. Fuck you. All right, Dave, what do you got? What irritates you from right, the so close of 79 to the start of 80? Had a really good week, and then I've actually got one for myself. And today, in all the rush prior to, you said we've had eight days of rain, right? right? Give or take. Yeah, so anybody listening to the pod, you know, they put together some of the pieces that you've heard during the pod. So we've had eight days of rain. We have uh, an above-ground pool. So obviously that sucker is, you know, was full to the brim and that's usually not really good for the pump and trying to clean out the pool, yada, yada, yada. So you got to drain some water out. So I, I backwashed the pool. Uh, not that my yard or anywhere else needed any extra water, but backwashed it to get it down. So it would actually start, you know, filtering some of the stuff off the top, et cetera, et cetera. Well, in the rush today with the grad party, everything else, I forgot to put the valve back to filter. Okay, so anybody that has a, a pool, you kind of understand what I'm talking about. So what happened was, is this was early in the morning prior to, you know, the timer on the pool coming on. And so, again, it was, it was stuck on rinse. I, I left it on rinse by accident. So when the timer actually did come on and the pump started running, water from the pool is just going out into the yard, right? Well, eventually it, now this is after the fact and we got home from the graduation party and my daughter, she's really good about checking, she's good about the pool and checking things out and she's, she gives me a call because I wasn't home yet and she says, uh, any reason why the water level is below the, the skimmer level? like you got to be kidding me what uh, what's going on do we have a leak but i don't know so i started putting two and two together and i'm like oh shit so at some point the water level gets low enough right there's no right. water to go into the pump so what do you think happens to the motor shuts off well it, it does shut off but it gets really really hot and this is a seven-year pump so anybody that's listening that you know has a pool is like oh you're toast dude so I'm thinking that's probably a, anywhere from a $350 to $600 mistake I just made today. Hmm. So that's a big old fuck you to me. All right. For well, not hey. for being so you know so much in a rush and not remembering to put the the valve back to filter, and I got even more water in my yard oh. now from from the pool, and uh, yeah. So damn. All right. It. Well, you know. I- I feel for you there on that, like, you know, because, like, I'm same with lawnmowers. I, you know, put gas in it, start it up, cut the grass, put gas in it, start it up, cut the grass. And then when she starts puffing out smoke, it's like, and then it stops. It's like, well, 
no oil in it. <laughs> Oops. Yeah. So, you know, I, I, you know, those are little mishaps that go along. We're busy guys. We don't have fucking time to, you know, water and oils are irrelevant <laughs> concepts in this life. You know, it's like, yeah, they're expensive concepts though, Mike. Um, I had actually a very good week, so. I have a minor fuck you, and it's really not even a fuck you. It's more of a, like, are you kidding me? More than a fuck you. But I'm going to use this, like, heading into uh, Josh and Jamie's son's Cam's graduation. Yep. And Max and McKenna's graduation. As the listeners who have been on the actual Flights Football and Anything Else page, not the Mike and Dave page that has Flights Football and Anything Else information on it, and we'll get our shit together eventually. Please bear with us. But on the actual Flights Football and Anything Else, there's a picture on the Saginaw, uh, the Swan Valley Rail Trail of no horses. Right. And as you go into the Saginaw Field of the Stream, <laughs> there is a, fucking, there is a fucking sign that says it doesn't have the, the cute little picture of the horse rider with the circle and the red line through it. It just plain and simple says no horses. Is I so I, again it's a minor one, but it's like is this really that much of a horse town pandemic epidemic like COVID that like it's like. Fucking, there's people, there's so many fucking people riding horses. You better put a sign up that there's not horses welcome in here. It, I mean, it's like, I, I don't, I mean, Gladwin, I see horses because of the Amish right. population up there. Right. It's not a joke. That's yeah. Right. You know, Gladwin, Standish, those areas where there's Amish population. Yeah. And they bring, they go in on their carriage. Yeah, a lot with of horses. Their, with their horse, exactly. Our little <laughs> Shields community, I don't think there's a big Amish population, no. but yet there, it seems that everybody wants, no horses! <laughs> is, is it that much of an issue? Like, holy shit, look at all. I mean, I again, haven't, I haven't seen a horse around here. I, 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 exactly, not only not horse crossings, I don't even, it's like, who has a fucking horse? Well, down on Swan Creek, I mean, there, there's a couple of horse stables, and there's a there's a horse on uh, well on South uh, South Miller, there's a horse stable where kids can get horse riding lessons. But I have not I have not seen a horse right. okay. on the rail trail right. on the road anywhere in. Yeah. I haven't seen a horse. So yes, I think those are yeah. So that's just like it's like seriously you're gonna. So you know, I want you know underneath the no horses, I want to sign that says no. Uh, Nine-legged <laughs> women. <laughs> you know, right. of course, you probably get in trouble. In this day and age, you probably get in trouble for that, for discriminating against nine-legged women. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, so, again, it's not a real true, oh, I'm fucking mad, fuck you. It's almost like it's like, really, is riding horses in this area that much of a problem where it's got to be posted everywhere hey no horses yeah you know so anyway whatever whatever you probably had some extra money laying around they go yeah we got to do something with this so we so we you know we we spend all of our allocated funds yeah so you get you get the same amount of like here's a no horses horses. let's get one of these all right fair enough yeah Mike peters will think that's funny all right so logical transition from the fuck you is to the 
What do you think, Dave? That's a legit hundred IBU. Yeah, or, yeah. It's especially after the two we've drank. Holy smoke! You know, beer for tacos is like a, almost a wine spritzer. Right. The the uh, straight at what was uh, the red book? jacket? Red jacket is the Oktoberfest. Right. And this is an IPA that just hits you right in the fucking temple. <laughs> so yeah. Good flavor though. Good, I, yeah, I really yeah, like the flavor, no, no, no. but yeah, there. Yeah, I, I see where you're coming. I from. I think when we started, if we go back, you know, 79 episodes, if you know, oh. if we would have had this, we'd both be going, woohoo! Oh yeah, oh for sure. Yeah. Um. All right. Sorry. So anyway, what do you think, Dave? Could be a con- controversial topic, but I'm not even going to take the side of the controversial. Uh, today's what Sunday? Uh, I'm gonna say Monday or Tuesday. Carl Nassib and has officially become the first active NFL player to say he was homosexual. I saw that. Yep. Yep. The next day, his jersey became the number one selling um, really? jersey. I yeah, did oh, yeah, not see yeah. that. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I mean, obviously for the day. I mean, sure. You know, okay. I mean, so yeah. You know. Um, and my what do you think, Dave, is what do you think is more baffling that he came out and said he was gay or that in 2021 this is actually even newsworthy? Or am I just too liberal? Because to me, before you answer the what do you think, Dave, to me it's just baffling that in 2021 it's like if you can play, I really could care if, if, if I'm a Chicago Bear fan, the listeners know that. I'm cheering for the Bears, and I, I want the Bears to win. I want the Bears to go 16-0, win three playoff games, win the Super Bowl, the Chicago Bears 2021 fucking Super Bowl. Right. Yeah. You know what? If that you happens, yeah. I could. I don't give two flying fucks what your sexual preference is or who you love, what you affiliate yourself as. It. I don't. I don't care. It doesn't matter yeah. to me. Yeah, and, I, I know because, like you're saying, if you're if you're crushing skulls and you're making one handed grabs and do, you know what I mean, and and yep. you're entertaining me yep. and giving me something to cheer about, you don't care what you. Yeah. I could care less. It's not my business. It's not my concern. You got to do what you got to do. You just get you know. And NASA. And the, here's the thing. I think the difference between NASA and Michael Sam. Michael Sam came from a, a low-level SEC school. Missouri was invited, but wasn't good enough to play. They had nothing to do with his sexual orientation. I mean, he wasn't good enough to make right. the NFL. Carl Nassib, is, he's not J.J. Watt in his prime, but he's serviceable. He, he you know right. he, He's a, 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 like a, a pass rush specialist, and he's been with multiple teams, and he, he does the job, and he gets the job done. It's Almost on the other end of the spectrum, Ray Rice, the video where him pulling his fiance or girlfriend or wife or whatever the Ray lit. But he was 30 years old, wasn't quite as good. The NFL wiped their hands of him. Right. Now, Kareem Hunt, on the other hand, basically the same accusation, but yet young enough and could still play. Right. So I was like, all right, well, I'll serve your eight games and bygones are bygones because you can play. If you can play, and I know uh, domestic violence and sexual preference aren't really the same. Yeah, we're it's, not talking on the same. It's tomatoes and 
oranges. Right. But the bottom line in the NFL is, hey, if you can play, we're going to push we're you gonna out. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna, yeah, we're going to, you know, if you if you suck and you fuck up, it's like, well, see ya. And that's probably in life in general. I mean, if, if you're good at what you do. Right. I, I'm my thought is, and then I'll get yours because this, this is what do you think, Dave? Is I'm just baffled that in 2021, you know, it's, other than yeah. the four fucking, you know, 80 year old redneck homophobes that like, oh, I can't believe this is a man's game, whatever. I in 2021, I I don't even think that's newsworthy. Well, I mean, it's newsworthy from the standpoint of. You just don't get too many people that come out and say that. That's that, I think that's the newsworthy portion of it. You know, hey, you know, he's there's probably been other people uh, in the NFL, other guys in the NFL that have been gay, but you know, have been afraid to come out or don't want the don't want the spotlight on them, and so they haven't. But you know, he said, "Fuck it, Let's right? Do it." Well, and it, okay, it, agreed, fair enough. And, and, like, maybe, okay, maybe, like, this 1960s NFL. Oh, but in, yeah. I but mean, in, that... in 2021, does anybody really care? Well, it's getting to the point where no. And, and, and why should they? It's like, cause, I mean, although, you know, it, it would come out as weird if, like, you know, player A comes out and says, I'm a heterosexual, I love women. I don't even like people be like looking at him like oh, what are you saying that for? <laughs> you, you know he'd right. probably be fine for saying it, but it I, it's just weird in 2021 that that is it's. But I mean, how many people in the NFL or or professional sports people? How many guys, men in the in the professional sports, especially the big three, so basketball, football, baseball, have come out and said that publicly? No, not many. So yeah. So on that note, I guess it's newsworthy. Sure. But I, and I guess that's what I said when I first brought the question up is maybe I'm just more liberal than most fifty-four year olds are because it's like I I could give I I don't give a fuck what you know right what your preference is I you know it's almost like you're your not jo- necessarily your that you're so liberal it's that you are a consumer of what you want to see and and experience do you know what I mean and if you can get the job done I don't care right well but that, I think that I think the reason it's so ner- newsworthy is there's such a minute population that's like what whoa yeah. Oh, I'll never fuck it. I'm getting rid of my Raiders season ticket. I, I won't stand for this. It's like, really? What, I mean, why? Why do you care? <laughs> and most people that are football fans, I mean, if you can play, if you can play the game right. the way that you expect it to be played as a fan, then, right? I mean, they're, right. There's, there's just not too many people that are going to give up watching football or playing right. or and, being a fan and, and of the right. game. Because of that, and that, and and I think that's why in 2021, it's it's silly that that's that's even newsworthy. It's like right, really, who cares what the guy does? Hey, come to the field, sack the opposing quarterback, win us a game, and fucking go do whatever the fuck you want to do. 
within, within, within yeah within within the law. I mean, don't go murder <laughs> twenty people because well now it's like well hey you can't murder people, Carl. No, you know, you know your sack didn't give you carte blanche to murder people. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad you. I'm glad you. Right, I'm exactly. Glad you, yeah, so. Okay. But yeah, so I you know I think we're on the same page. But it, it did make news, and he it, and again I it, it became the number one selling jersey. I, I would imagine in the from the time frame that he announced it till the time frame they said, hey, this is how many jerseys. So well, probably that the, day he sold in sales. Yeah. Well, the up in sales is probably he's a he's a pretty good looking dude. Oh yeah, he is. So probably yeah, a lot of people who never guy. watched football yeah. ever before are probably are like, ooh. He's uh, I'm getting this jersey. Yeah, he's uh, and, and again, he's he's a, he's a great role player. I mean, he's not he's not JJ Watt in his prime. He's not that good. Yeah, but when this when it, when and and hence he's played for th- at least three teams that might even be four teams, which means, all right, well, you're not great where some teams are going to keep you forever, but you're yeah. good enough where everybody's going to give you a shot. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, real quick before we get to the random question, uh, I know you and Shelly have been watching uh, Billions, and we'll get to that in a second. Liz and I, Black Summer and Red Oaks. Black Summer, we're not quite through season two yet. And like I mentioned last week, it's The Walking Dead on steroids. <laughs> I mean, all it, all it is is people running from zombies. zombies. And these uh, the zombies in Black Summer are fucking ultra quick and they they're <laughs> relentless. Whereas like in Walking Dead, like you can kind of like oh, yeah. sneak by them or whatever. Well, so. they pick up sticks and they whack them in the head. And, <laughs> yeah, you know they fall down. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, um, and then Red Oaks stumbled upon it on Amazon Prime. Uh, it's from 2015, season one was anyway. Only known actor in it is Paul Reiser. And it's at Red Oaks is a country club. They have tennis and golf. So it's basically Caddyshack, the series, really. Okay. And we just finished season one, 10 episodes. They're like 24 minutes apiece. And it, it's weird because it's like, well... The first four episodes, it was just like raunchy comedy, and it's like going to be one of those types of series. And then like five through ten became like a, a rom-com. Okay. So um, I'm not going to give full thumbs up to uh, Black Summer Red Oaks, but nothing to do and you want to play around on the computer, play uh, pay bills or write thank sure. you letters or right. this do this, that, or the other thing. Nice background. Okay. It's, it's, neither one of them are something that you really have to okay. engage yourself right. in and say, all right, whoa, whoa, what's going on here? What's good? It's just a, it's an easy watch. And I give the double thumbs up to Red Oaks because there's more nudity in <laughs> Red Oaks than any Netflix series. Red Oaks I've, was the zombie one? No, Red Oaks is the Caddyshack. Yeah, rom-com yeah. Caddyshack. Okay. I'm, All right, sorry. So they're, sorry. They're, I mean, it's just, you know, tit shots, but. You okay. know, the simple pleasures of life. Well, I've got to skip back to the fu statement, the fu segment now because I have one for you. Okay. I've since Shelly and I went to Billions, like you suggested. Yes. And I've been suggesting for how many, how many pods now and how many episodes now that you go and watch Suits. Suits, 
but yet you're watching these shows now. You're getting started on these on these series that you know you're saying are basically background noise, but you won't start suits. Why won't you want? Why won't you start suits? Two things. Yeah. Um. Ser- series with no as background noise are different because I billions isn't background noise. No, I'm watching billions to I'm watch. Fixated billions. on yes. it. Yeah. And that's the way you pro- portray suits, so that's a bad comparison with the Black Summer and Red Oak. The other thing is, I don't what platform is suits on because I don't know if I get Prime. just like you same are, as billions. Okay, it is. Yeah. I'm pro- all right. Well, to, that, there goes that argument. So I, I'll look that up. <laughs> like, because like, um, what's the other one you like? This like Dancers Wolf, but not nothing like it. Um, uh, a, a Costner one, Yellowstone. Yellowstone. Yeah. See, I I don't have the ability to watch that unless I purchase another app. And, oh yeah. yeah, yeah so okay. that's why you know. So, so but I understand if you got to purchase. Prime, like I I told you, if you remember, and people that are listening remember when Shelly started watching. Oh, we got to get the next season. And like you know, so we're already paying for Prime. Why the hell are we paying an extra twenty bucks to watch Yellowstone? But it was good enough. I, I, I actually paid out of my personal account to watch another episode of Yellowstone. So, I but I get it if you don't want to. You're already paying for Prime, and you, but Suits is on Amazon. Uh, is on Amazon. I Prime. checked with Shelly the other day, and she said, "Yeah, it's on Prime." All right. Well, listen, I will check that out. Yeah. Um. All right. Random question. Yes, sir. All right. Hit me. It's a double shot again. In the first one. It just came to me, and there's really no back and forth between it, and it's stupid, but funny nonetheless. It's like, what is your funniest word? Word, like the word, word. you use. Like funniest in the sense like... You just I, like saying it. It's just like, it just kind of like makes you giggle. Oh, wow. Um, Which my, giggle my could first... actually be your funniest word, because <laughs> giggle is funny. My first reaction was going to be fantastic. For some reason, that's... But I think that's an awkward social word uh, that I use when, you know... I don't know. I I use it legitimately sometimes when somebody says something that they're proud of. And I, oh, fantastic. But, you know, sometimes it's used when... You don't. Someone says something, and you don't really care, but you want to let them know, "Hey, I'm I'm listening to you," and like, "Oh, that's fantastic." Got a word? I think is the funniest. Oh, shit the bed. But that's not a word. That's three words. Yeah, it's a phrase. Oh crap. Uh. Damn it. Um. I mean, fantastic's a good word. I mean, you can just go with that. But it's not funny. It's not funny. Yeah. It's not. It doesn't like when I, after I say it, it does like. <laughs> yeah, I don't love saying that word. Um, just when like something doesn't work out right, and I'm like, oh shit, the bed. Right. Well, so if I ask what what's your favorite <laughs> phrase, you know. yeah, that would be it. My favorite word. Um, can it be hyphenated? Is that sure. a word? Uh, yeah. Fuck. I don't All right. Care. Piss on. Piss on it. That's hyphenated? Piss on it? I'm, I'm going to say it's hyphenated. Where's the hyphen go? Piss, hyphen, on, hyphen, it. No? 
No, I don't. I can't get away. I, with, I, I can't get away with that. I don't, oh, yeah, I don't come think, on. I don't think that plays. <laughs> I, we'll, we'll go with fantastic. All right. Well, and and fantastic is going to be more of a context word. I like it, saying fantastic. It, it's almost like a, you're patronizing the person. Like, <laughs> hey, my son just graduated college after 17 years. Ah, fantastic. <laughs> fantastic. God, he's got uh, perseverance. <laughs> you know, you know what my favorite word is, Dave? What? Bonkers. <laughs> what? I've never heard you say bonkers, have I? I, I don't say it much because that's how much I like it. It's so fucking funny because if anybody ever goes into the ESPN 30 for 30 series and watches the OJ, I think it's uh, OJ, uh, it real, OJ in America or whatever it's called. There's, it's a five-part series. Already it's five years old. Liz and I, although they say... Your best sleep comes if you don't have any noise, but Liz and I don't subscribe to that. We fucking fall asleep with the TV on, so fuck all the experts and fuck everybody. But anyway, <laughs> um, one of the, uh, when they're interrogating OJ, just, you know, when they bring him in after the murder, he says, I'm throwing my, you know, you guys call me and say, you know, say blah, 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 blah. He said, I'm just throwing stuff around. I'm going bonkers a little bit. <laughs> I, every time he says that, I fucking laugh because it's just bonkers. <laughs> bonkers is a silly word. It's bonkers. And he used it in a not silly context. Oh, yeah. No, he'd be interrogated for the murder of two people, so he wasn't being silly. It was like, I, I was kind of going bonkers. <laughs> that, to me, that is just... And, and let's get the test of this. I mean, after... And, so there's five parts. We usually watch episode two, three, and four. Made in OJ, Made in America. That's yeah. what it's called. It's an ESPN film. And we usually watch two, three, and four. One and five are kind of shitty, but two, three, and four we just watch endlessly. And typically we're asleep within the first 15, 18 minutes of the show because we've seen it so much. It's almost like a, uh, not a, not a sedative. Right. Yeah, well, sedative. Yeah, yeah, yeah whatever. Sure. And... And whenever he says bonkers, I laugh. Because it's like, because you don't equate the word bonkers with killing two people. It's like, oh, I murdered two people. I went kind of, I kind of went bonkers. <laughs> oh, it's just funny. Anyway. So I can see you sitting there, laying there, and you're kind of like. It's like. And he says bonkers, and you're like. <laughs> oh, definitely. It's just—it's funny because like bonkers. Right. I mean, that's a funny word. Really, sure. say it. Say sure. it one time, Dave. Bonkers. That's fun, isn't it? <laughs> it is. All right. So now, the real random question: If you were a ghost, it could possess another person. Mm -hmm. What would you have them do? Um, I would have them try to sneak their way into a movie theater. Really, that late? <laughs> I don't know, man. You're right. This is a random question. That's the first thing that came to mind. All right. Well, that's fair enough. You, you, Steal a car. No, I, I That's would, not as lame. If No, it's not as lame. All right. Here. I'll give you a second to think. What I was thinking about is I would... Bungee jump naked off the Royal Gorge Bridge. Yeah, that would be... But here's what I'm thinking. If, I'm, <laughs> if I can possess you... All right. So I'm a ghost. I possess a person, you know, like, so I'm going to give it a little background to the question. All right, but make it quick. And it's like, well, that's what she said. 
Looking is like you're talking to somebody. It's like, so I'm going to possess somebody. Yeah. And I'm going to have them tell the other person off. It's like, I can't believe you would do that. You are such a condescending bitch. You might uh, everybody, you might everybody, every yeah, everybody yeah. hates your guts. I don't know why. Why do you even show up to these things? Everybody hates your fucking guts. And then, and then, you know, just let say to the person what everybody else wants to say to that person, right? But nobody would because it's just not cool. But if I'm a right. goldsmith position, I'm just gonna let it rip <laughs> and like and just see if I can get that person. In as much trouble and as yeah. best case scenario, they just storm out of the room and leave the room. But and then you and then that person would be the hero because like oh we've all been wanting to say that to that fucking c word, <laughs> right? And then that person that's when actually I, well when thought I, out. When I leave the body, yeah, that person like oh I don't know what came over me and, and, of and course then they, they get into a conversation you, with one of their friends and yeah. like I said that <laughs> exactly. what I said what but that's what I. Yeah, you could go with the stealing and killing stuff, but that's just wrong. I like the telling off of like, oh, I fucking hate you. Because everybody has that person in the get together where it's like, oh, I hate that fucking person. But you just, oh, yeah, right. Okay, yep. So I guess we're all fake. I guess what I'm saying is, bottom line, we're all fake, really. To some degree, at some points, yeah. Sure. Yeah. So if you're going to, I like my, my ghost possessions. I do. Yeah, I, I like that a lot. That or feeling up Debbie Moore as she's molding, molding a clay. What? <laughs> In ghosts? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, I guess. All right. Are we All right. ready? To, speaking of feeling good, how are we about this beer? Well, we're going to blow your socks off because, again, for the, well, I can't say for the 100th time because this is the only 80th episode. For the 50th time, give or take, as the listeners know, I go beer to beer, pod to pod. I have mine, and, written, I have mine written down already, by the way. And I've got the red jacket. It's a 3.8. And I absolutely love the Furious IPA. We, we know we're going higher than 3.8. Is it four worthy? Is it four worthy? I do not. Remember, it's a five-point scale. Yeah, but there ain't, there ain't going to be ever be a fucking five-point. I'm just fucking, saying. That, I know. Can, you're right. Okay. You're right. You're right. I'm not arguing with so you. So four the, points, not the end all. But a four-point is a fucking badass rating from what we rate shit. Correct. But now that you say that, maybe we should go with a four-point. Because we've never went... 4.6 or 7 is the highest we've yeah, gone. So, anyway, so yeah, we'll stick with the five-point scale. But I am going to go... As close to the four-point rating as you can come. Well, not as close, because I'm going to go 3.96. So technically, 3.99 would be the closest. But I'm going 3.96, as this was absolutely fantastic. Okay, so uh, anybody that's been listening since the beginning knows that I am... I'm not one that typically likes, likes a really hoppy, really bitter you know, right to the temple type of an IPA. Uh, if I'm looking at this relative to the other ones tonight and thinking like, you know, how many of these would I have? Uh, it's not, I, I enjoy it, but I'm probably not going to have more than one. Uh, 
I went 3.0. Whoa, wow, are you fucking out of your mind? I went 3.0. This was your least favorite beer of the night? Yes. Well, fuck, it's a free country. I guess who am I? (laughs) Those are your ratings. What do I care? Wow, that's amazing. All right, so untapped, what do they have to say? 140,000 check-ins. I was surprised as well. 140,000 check-ins. I'm right along the lines of on tap because I was at 3.96. On tap comes in at 3.88. In a brilliant, see that in a brilliant IPA. I mean, I mean, not that three is a bad radius. Not like you didn't like it, but I mean, good flavor. It, you know, it, it, I understand the IPA segment, the you know the IPA category, um, good beer, but personally, you know, I'm, oh, I'm not. I'm I'm gonna end it at one. Well, it, well, de- you know, and depending if. And this was from Jeff Woodington, who bought me a six pack of it, so that means there's four left. So as you're editing the third segment. I don't have to fight you for the remaining four because <laughs> I may try to pound all four of them down in the third segment. So, but uh, episode eighty, Dave, eighty episodes, eighty. Woo! That's more than a year, almost a year and a half. Wait, twenty eight, twenty eight, fifty six, fifty six. not quite a year and a half. No. Just under a year and a half. Yep. Oh, I can. I look down the bottom of my glass. I see I'm out of beer. And as the late, great Stuart Scott would say, hey, you ain't got to go home, but you got to get the heck up out of here.